All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Rolling. With another edition of the podcast, it is Barn Burner on a Friday here in the Tower Chrysler Studios. Tower Chrysler! We hope Serge has recovered from his uh, his big Palm Springs extravaganza, the tough loss by the Firebirds. He'll be back at home. But uh, Oliveira. I don't know that... Uh, do you, does Serge seem like a guy that gets uh, depressed or down for any amount of time? No, it sir. Seems like he's kind of a... No sugar highs and lows. That's that's true, yeah. There's no crashing. <laughs> yeah. No <laughs> uh, interesting times, indeed, as we uh, get into the show today. is a uh, tough day for the old uh, old cow town yesterday. Tough day. The half full, Dean. I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. You can see what you want to see. It's half full or half empty. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, a lot of people taking it hard. A lot of people feel like our city's taking, uh, taking a beating. And... Uh, yeah. It just seems very on vogue for everybody to be leaving the city. Uh, Rhett, you did it. And Pinder, you've apparently done it. So it's uh, it's the end thing. Everybody's leaving yeah. Calgary. Yeah. Well. For those that are not watching on the YouTubes, Pinder is not in studio. He is in a studio, but not our studio. Not the Tower ta Chrysler Studios. He has Euler jerseys hanging behind him. Flip. Have you? This is the, this is a bigger swerve than than Hogan to the NWO. 
Well, I had to take a huge gross dump and happened to be near the Oilers Nation studio. So thought, I don't know if Rhett's where he is. Uh, Dean, does he need someone to talk? Could we talk this out, uh, Dean? It was a tough day. I want to remind you there's positives here and uh, the studio is right here. So I've got 10 minutes for you. And then what are you doing? Schmooze. Go schmooze some people. How's the hangover? It's, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I feel pretty Still good. Still drunk, honest. eh? <clears throat> no, no. But uh, not tip-top, but not like, there's no headache. I'm not, I feel all right. I just had breakfast, coffee's in me. Good. So for those that aren't watching, you are at the uh, Oilers Nation headquarters. headquarters. With my stupid uh, Aunt Louise golf visor on. With yeah, you've got the... Nugent uh, Hopkins and McDavid jerseys behind me. There. Yeah. Oilers suck. Uh, see, now here's the thing. I think we've all... The three of us, we talked about it yesterday, and I don't think anything has changed. Um, well, I mean, we can go through kind of the last 24 hours. When we started the show yesterday, there was the Hannafin. You know, Hannafin's not going to sign, but we kind of knew that. Or it's, you know, he's leading to believe he's not going to re-sign an extension. Mm-hmm. And uh, Elias Lindholm, yeah, I'm not sure either, you know, come to think of it. Mm-hmm. And then closer to showtime, it was uh, Michael Backlund. He's like, well, I mean, if you guys are, if you guys are thinking of... Maybe I'll then, then maybe maybe I also will uh, no. not. Those that. guys aren't here. This team's not going to yeah. be good. So I'm out of here then. And then a little bit later on in the uh, in the afternoon, it was uh, Tyler Toffoli. He's like, mm. I mean, if it's if everybody's if all the cool kids are doing it, then uh, then yeah, I follower. <laughs> we need leaders, not followers, Rhett. That's what it comes down uh. to. So yes, between uh, so Treliving, yeah. Chuck, Gaudreau. Yeah. Yeah. Lindholm, Hannafin, Dockland, Toffoli. Yeah. Coach's fault. Sutter. Yeah. It is the coach's coach's fault. fault. Welcome to the new job, Craig. Yeah. First time GM. Bet you it's everything you thought it was cracked up to be. (laughs) No. What what the hell did you living here at the year end meetings? Like, was he alone with the players? And then all of a sudden. No, because Don Baloney was there with him, remember? Yeah. If Maloney this was, was a in. report coming from everybody's mouth that they hate it and they're out and don't bother. I can see all of them. I'm out. I, yeah, I, I, I think we, we have to be careful not to make this a people want out of Calgary and don't want to play for the Flames thing, which there may be degrees of that, but I think a really big part of it is why would I have to make a decision now when I can wait till next summer? And that doesn't fit Craig Conroy's timeline when he says, I'm not going to take seven UFAs into the season. Um, I, I don't, I'm not ready to make a decision. It's not a yes or a no. Really. The only firm one we've heard is, is to And he's asked to be traded even as sort of some of the angling on the messaging, but the rest, it's like, I, I don't have an answer for you at this point. And it's, it's not leaning. Yes, but I'm, it's not like I'm saying no to Calgary. I'd rather see this process out. I've, I've got the right to finish this contract and I'd like to do that. I think there's a lot of that here too. And if you lose Lindholm, like, let's be honest, I don't see how you can be competitive. So if he's gone, why wouldn't everyone else go? He he's the one that swings everything for me. I think you could, you can envision them getting by without a Hannafin. I can't see them getting by without a Lindholm in terms of an mo to make the playoffs. Like there's just no one else that can masquerade as the number one center. It's a really important spot, obviously. It is very much a perfect storm, and it depends how you want to shape the, your discussion or your opinion. If you want it to be Calgary sucks, the dome is a dump and everybody wants out and it's Canada and it's cold and it's all taxes, all that. Yeah. Okay. Um, sure. Yeah. You could go to the other side. And like you said, 
it's almost a perfect storm of uh, a lot of key players have contracts ending in a year's time and the team just went through last off season where they lost a marquee star player for nothing they can't do that again so they have to true true somewhere in the middle is probably well I, i don't know how i feel i know that the cap's going up next year and it would be silly kind of to sign I'll an extension right I now, feel. but I, if everybody's leaving and we didn't make the playoffs and if it's going to be a rebuild, then I'm late twenties, early thirties. I don't really want to go into a rebuild situation. So yeah, maybe mm-hmm. I will look elsewhere. It's all of it. And then yeah, there's, I- as you said, Rhett, there's, there's gotta be more than that. There has to be something that has the all of these guys. So saying, how the half don't they know this? They figured it out now and they've all decided to speak out. This is bullshit. No, I think I, I think no, shush. you don't get to talk because you're hungover and in Edmonton with the oi. We should actually close your your camera because we don't want to look at that. <laughs> it's bullshit because somebody knew something. Who and knew what? why in the f was it not dealt with last year? Everyone's jumping ship now, it, and you you can't tell me this is a new curve. And if these idiots. That were running things, didn't know that this was a shitstorm last December. Why the didn't they be, deal with it then? Why wasn't it pulled apart? They weren't in an effing playoff position. They could have dumped guys last year or before the the trade deadline, gotten picks for this year. It could have been totally handled differently. This is bullshit, and the fans have to suffer with it, and the Conroy has to deal with it. It's a joke. So get more specific. You're speaking rather vaguely here. What was the thing they should have addressed? They should have traded these fucks last year if they don't want to be part of it. This isn't a new thing. You're telling me in the last month they've decided they ran the coach, which the coach was supposed to be the issue. Gone. Gone. I don't. I won't. Yes, it was Pinder. Yes, it was. I'm not arguing on that. It I'm was not. painted that that guy was the issue. So you get rid of the issue, and everyone's still running for the fucking doors. They knew there was problems. There's been problems for years, and they didn't fucking deal with it. See, I don't know. Like, I, I think there's something to that, but I also think, like, no one's – only Toffoli has said, I won't show up and play out my contract. So overpay me, and I'll stay. It's kind of what you do when you're in free agency, isn't it? It's the last and guy. It was like, piss poorly managed from that aspect. Yeah. I think that there, and right or wrong, and there's no way of knowing, because like the guys in the room, they know. The guys behind the scenes, they know. But I think that there was kind of a belief that now that Daryl was gone, there was going to be some harmony. That you were going to be able to bring everybody back into the fold and everything. Hey, you know what? I'm that- not staying because Daryl's there. I'm leaving. Don't bring, if you bring him back, I'm not coming. That's mm-hmm. all you heard. The GM leaves. The GM leaves. GMs don't do that because he can't get along with the coach. They get rid of the coach. Then the players, this is a potential mass sink. exodus. And it may, it could be, it may be a perfect storm of contracts and cap and personalities and all of that. Yeah. But it does feel, to Rhett's point, a little naive just to think, well, it's a big cap, and guys say, oh, y'all play it out or whatever. If if it was just that, if if they if, if Calgary was a good place and things were good, it it's everything right now that is coming home to roost. 
It is a combination of things. I'm, I definitely don't want to paint it as one thing, just like I don't want to paint it as Daryl was the only issue last year. We all know there was lots of things that went wrong. Um, I, I look at other guys that are UFAs. Like, what are we hearing about Neilander and Matthews in Toronto? Like, sometimes we get out of this one place that we're so zoomed in on. Like, there's a lot of guys that are a year away from free agency that aren't interested in saying, I'm going to sign or not right now. This isn't just here, but it compounds when there's seven of them and you have the huge changes, and there was this notion that, well, I'm not even going to entertain coming back if Daryl's here. Well, now he's gone. Okay, I'm entertaining it, but, I mean, you're pushing me for an answer, you know, a year out. What's the cap? What am I worth? That's not everything, but I think that's a big factor. Like, why isn't Austin Matthews signed now if he likes Toronto? Does that mean he's not signing there? Does he want out? What about Neilander? Just for an example. Then it was fucking piss poorly managed because they allowed seven guys to go into that situation. So what? How do you do different? You're saying you should trade some of them sooner. You yes. can't resign them before July yeah, yeah. one, right? We right. know that. Don't, don't, don't. I get what you're. It's too convenient to take the line you're taking, and you're trying to be positive, which is very kind of you, I think. <laughs> they knew fucking well that that room was a shit show, and it yeah. didn't start in in February. Nope. You right. knew damn well there was issues in that room, and there still are, and that's why guys aren't committed to anything. They're not yeah. leaving just because they're not sure what the contracts are going to be. Are you no telling me that Conroy hasn't offered Lindholm as good a deal as he's probably going to get? Well, we don't know, but it's going to be a good one for sure. Like he's offering him what today's market rate Point is. Point being, yeah. there is a, we've suspected it for a long time. Last year was a perfect example and there was a bunch of changes and I think it compounded things, the issues that were in that room. It should have been cleared out months and months and if not years ago and it wasn't dealt with it was slapped and we we're told that oh every everyone's great we're all buddies everyone's happy it's bullshit they could have moved guys they were in no position to try and make the fucking playoffs last year so if if your issues are the guys you can't move what do you do if you're craig conroy if i'm craig conroy yeah, like if you, if, you, if you know the issues in the room lie with the guys that are the immovable objects, how do you move forward? I'm hypothetical here, but I, I think well, that's a part of Well, you way ahead to a whole different topic, too. Well, you're saying the room's an issue and they got to deal with the issues in the room. What if the issues in the room are the guys that can't be moved? Well, that's exactly it. And who fucking so I'm signed asking, how do you how do you deal with this now? Who signed it? Like, I, but th- I'm not trying to back, be the right? answer like, to... So, okay, so don't, so don't have any... Uh, comments on what's happened in the past and only deal with so we're okay we're only moving forward no so no I, we up. can comment on the past but i think also we have to be like okay like craig has a job here well, what's i he know what do? i would do i'd fucking sell everyone i can and i'd start from fucking scratch it starts feeling like a really good time to do that too doesn't it and i'm fine I'm with, with it. it and i'd yeah. fucking run the other guys out of town if they're the issue and if, if I got to pay yeah. to get them gone, I pay to get them gone. Because if they're the issue and they're making everyone else leave now, do you think that's going to change? So we're going to exactly, hang on right? to them so that they can fucking be, lead the, the new crew? Fuck that. Pardon my language. And the thing of it is, even if there isn't, like, and I think we all agree that there is, even if you had budgets, and maybe they will by the time free agency opens in two weeks, who isn't asking long, hard questions? The question, like, if I, if you're any UFA or any player right now, mm-hmm. Matthew why, Coronado. why, why Calgary? You miss the playoffs. It seems like there's guys are leaving. The rink is a dump. You're getting a new one, but Christ, that's four years away. Maybe. Why would anyone pick Calgary right now? 
The city the is only, listen. Yeah. The city's great. It's a great place to raise a family. But there's the some. It's great for the people that are from Calgary. There's some great like, cities in the league to raise yeah. your family and live into. Why? Why the Calgary Flames? If you're a potential UFA, or if you have a no movement clause that you would need to waive to come here. Yeah, I think the only way moving forward that I can see where this doesn't blow up in your face is to turn these guys into futures. Because to your point. The guys that are having contracts expire or are in their late 20s, like you're just going to make this worse than what happened last year. You're, you're trying to slap pieces together that may or may not fit. And guys, oh, their contract's up. Well, what you need is as many picks as you can get in the 2023 draft. And you need to go scorched earth here because those are the people that will show up and play in Calgary and love it. The guys that are so fucking excited to get in the NHL not a 28-year-old that's saying, I don't know if this team's good or not. And to be fair, I think all these guys this summer, they don't know if this team's good or not, that we're asking, can you please sign up here or not sign up? I would want to see how this fucking goes if I'm Michael Backlund, and I've maybe only got one, two, three more years in this league. I don't even know if this team's good. I don't know how this coach is going to work. Um, So to me, the only way you move forward without stepping on another landmine here, turn all these expiring assets into picks. I don't know if the owner's going to buy in, but I, I feel like more of the fan base will buy that than I think he thinks. Why would Michael Backlund resign? He wouldn't. Why would? Why? When are you going to hear that Rasmus Anderson wants out? That's the ne- the next step. Is not why would a guy resign? It's who's next to say? Wait a minute. Why? Am yeah, I I'm not too worried about guys a term because they don't have any leverage. They have to play out their contract. Players, but, but when his contract's up, I agree. I want out. There's so, your leverage. Yeah, I mean. I don't know that he's got the cachet to make it happen. Uh, he's your number one defenseman. He's your number one on defenseman. this team. Yeah. Um, that's well. That's but, enough but, cachet so, to walk into a GM no, office and say ask, I'm out. You can ask, but I mean, like, how did that go for Jacob Trubo when he asked out of Winnipeg? He got out. It took two years. He had to keep playing there till his contract was in a spot where he had some leverage. And now Rasmus, he's the captain of the New York Rangers. Yeah. No, he got out. But my I mean, point is, Rasmus can get out, but he can't ask and leave tomorrow. He's gonna have to play out much more of the current contract you need to you need to change the narrative of what's going on here yeah and and i agree with red if and i i don't feel like and look i don't think daryl was the only problem we talked about this repeating ourselves i think he was part of the problem Mm -hmm. he's gone i think i look at problem I, I think he saw the problem and he, he was, was part of it for sure. Okay. No, I don't think um, he was part of it at all. I think he was trying to solve it. Sorry, Dean, you had a point you were going to make. No, I, I, and you know what? I think Treliving saw it and he was probably part of getting this problem. But I, I look at Hannafin and Lindholm and Toffoli and Backland. And if you were to ask me what, if I was to try and decipher and diagnose what's going on in that room, why are things going sideways? I don't know that I would pick any of those guys. Mm-hmm. I really don't. As problems, you're saying? Yeah, I think Tafoli's yeah. a, a good soldier. Yeah, I, I think Lindholm's a, kind of a quiet leader. Hannafin's just kind of Noah Hannafin, Backlund. What, what? Yeah, I don't think. Are any of shoot. those guys rubbing guys the wrong way? Are they stirring the pot no. so much that guys are looking to get out of town? I don't think so. It's just a guess, but I don't think so. I'd agree. Yeah, you'd ask like, why would Michael Backlund resign here? The only way I see that happening is you play this year, you're competitive, and he's like, well, shit, we're a playoff team. But yeah, if but you're not that, today, why would he right? Come back, right. If if it's if you're putting these guys in the position, we need to know we can't lose you for nothing. Yeah, if you you're Michael Backlund, and it's we need you to sign here in the next week to 10 days. I'm not doing that. I'm yeah. not doing it. I don't think anyone would like, like to, 
it's not a spot where you're comfy with the direction because you can't see the direction yet. And it might not be a good direction. Maybe this coach is great. And maybe you can do kumbaya and everyone gets along. But if you're asking people to make a commitment now, like, hell no. <laughs> you could take me into the season. I owe you a year. I'm going to play. But I'm not committing so, to this until I know what the hell it looks like. So does Conroy need to soften his stance on entering the year with UFAs? Well, he said he won't go in with seven, and I still don't believe he will. And I, I think there's an opportunity at hand here that he can't miss. You've got to turn some of these guys into picks in this draft class if you have the opportunity. Not all of them, but you can carry guys to the deadline and move them. Um, you know, we talked about that with Toffoli and Tanov at great length earlier, that that would just feel like a natural, nice rental piece if guys are healthy. Uh, but you can't – I don't think you can do that with Lindholm and Hannafin because it just seems too dangerous. You're an injury – or, you know, convincing yourself you're good away from walking an asset away for nothing that you could get a haul for. Like, the, we've seen the market for guys like Hannafin a first and two seconds. That, that is a lot of assets, and you're not going to hit all of them. But if you can hit on some of those, that can change where you're at as a franchise. You can't allow the opportunity to lose that guy for nothing. Uh, so he's not going to go in with seven, but I also don't think he's going to get the answers he wants to hear a year out. Because if I'm Lindholm... Yeah, that's a nice offer. Bet you I can get that in a year, and I don't know if this team's good or not. Why am I signing up if I don't know what this team is? It's like, is Hannafin here the, or not? The only positive I take from this is that it gives, but to me, it gives Conroy clarity. Totally, I think that's the huge positive is that you now have a point where you can pivot and get young, maybe faster than you probably were told to do, but because you've been pushed into it, it's like the unintentional rebuild. This might be the perfect time for it. It's certainly the best draft class to have an unintentional rebuild if you can get some picks here. I read this morning, somebody had labeled Winnipeg and Calgary, the player induced rebuild. Yeah. I mean, and and like management, that way, doesn't it? management didn't make the decision. The players made the decision essentially for them. Yep. And, it, and you're right. It would be, it would feel a little stupid. I, I was trying to look for a more, it would be stupid to look at what's in front of you. If you're Craig Conroy and be like, no, I'm going to try and keep this together. Yeah. The players are telling you, all you need to know. Well, I, I think it's even more simple than that. I think Elias Lindholm is everything. Without him, you're not competitive. And if he does say yes, I think some other guys are like, okay, we could be good. I don't you're think not anyone competitive with Elias. If you signed Elias Lindholm today, you are not competitive. You're riding a bunch of old pricks into the grave. Well, and I'm not talking about five years. I just mean they could they could sell the idea of making the playoffs. That's I'm telling talking. you right now, with all. So, do you not think the room matters at all? Oh, I think it matters a lot. I then think it, how do you think that with all of this being said, as kindly as you're putting it even, we all want to leave? I'm just not interpreting it as black and white as you are. That's all. I think there's a lot of things happening here. If I'm a guy like Toffoli, if I know Lindholm's gone, I'm not coming back. If I'm... But my point is if Lindholm's even back, great. Now we've got to sign Toffoli. Now, the room's no good. Yeah, I, I would agree. And I think that you, you, you so start... So putting Lindholm in there, you're just slapping a Band-Aid on it and trying to fake your way into phony success. Like, Yeah, it would be the mandate to make the playoffs, which the owner, we think, gives to the GM every year, which I don't think is a good long-term plan. We agree on that. But it also continues to happen every year, right? So if those are his marching orders and Lindholm accepts it, you get some goaltending and the coach is an upgrade and the room's better. You could be a playoff team, but I, I'm with you. Right? I'd rather see it go the other way. How's the room getting better? They clearly don't enjoy playing together. Or they well, say, no, I want to sign back here. Yeah, I really like the guys. Matters to me. 
So the, the room's cursed as long as, let's say, Huberto's there for the next eight years. They won't have a good room. There's no way around it. Well, I don't know. Is Huberto the problem? I'm not in the room, but something's the problem. Right. And so until we arrive there with changes, I we don't know how many problems have been removed or not. Right. Like the coach is part of the problem, I think. You're saying that he wasn't at now? I mean, I'm not saying he's all of it, but there's going to be a different dynamic there without Daryl. Like talking to people that work in the building. I think the issue be more... with it all is that Daryl recognized the problem, probably oversteered it a bit. Yeah. So sure, can take some responsibility. But if he didn't have to deal with the what he saw, would have been a different story. I think that's fair. Like he wanted things to go a certain way. And, and I kind of don't care what way. the yeah. management or the, the staff, if they don't enjoy working with Daryl, cause it's irrelevant. The I just sort talking. of talking about, like you had mentioned last year, imagine you have a best friend on a team and that guy leaves, you show up at the rink. You're not as happy. What does that mean? Is It's not tangible, but we know that a guy's not going to be as good. How much better is the exact same group? If they're happier going to work, we don't know, but it's something. The beauty of all this, again, is that I think we all agree. It's time. <laughs> Be done with it. It's fine. It's Mr. time. Mr. Edwards, please recognize that this is your indicator to yeah. everyone. We're fine. Get them out of there. Sell. Yeah, it's, it's not the media deep. telling you. Yeah, it's not the media. It's not fans. It's not your general manager who you've hired. It's pretty much everybody now. Even yep. the players have told it's hard, you the mix, hard to ignore this. The mix is wrong. We there was no winning here. Where what are you what are you potentially throwing away here? A team there you weren't a playoff team. You weren't close. Switch well, it up. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like it's, if that, you're old and what's the out. what's the danger of going into a rebuild? You might not make the playoffs. Well, you didn't fucking make it last year. Yeah, yeah. Totally. With this and, team. And so if even if you wanted to bring this group back, you could cap yourself out and get really old. That is hell. Young and cap space is it is so magical compared to that. And maybe you can scrape in and be an eight seed. I would rather see this team be young and weaponize cap space and accumulate picks and have kids come in that want to be Calgary Flames. And none of this shit baggage that everyone's dragged through these last few years to now. Start fresh. Let's go. So are we still negative all the years that we got friggin' hammered by people? Oh, you guys are so negative. Why are you guys so negative? I'm negative because I'm pissed off because, like I said, I feel like there was issues that we suspected were there and have questioned about being there for a long time. And no, no, it's all good. And we're going to. We're going to sign guys to these long-term deals, and we're right on the cusp of being successful. And I was like, I've really got to squint to see that. And then the guy pulls the, the guy that was steering the ship. First guy to leave. He knew the most. And Who to, had the year-end meetings with and, the players? And mm -hmm. to be fair, like the GM and the coach, there's a lot of blood on a lot of people's hands, but everything starts with the owner. How are people being treated how, how does this shop run? Do you think the players are being treated poorly by ownership? Uh, I, I mean, they're not being paid poorly, but I think there's just... You heard Vegas, a lot of the guys, when they won, talk about staff and ownership like you didn't ever hear before. And if you, culture starts at the very top, and I think this, the, this organization has long been plagued by 
the top doesn't care for culture or treating people well necessarily. You know, talking to people that are continual on one-year deals. It's like, hey, is your deal done yet? Like, we're still grinding. I'm making half of the guy in a Canadian market doing my job. That's what you hear all the time. Like, that's, that's, is and, that and how again, you collect that's, the best people or not? That's the staff. It's the staff, which but is sure. different than the players. I, no, I, and but I mean. Look, I'm not. I, the thing with I, Vegas is. This is like a they pinnacle. Won. They've made two cup finals. They've won rounds every year, but one. If this, if Calgary had been winning and winning and winning and winning, then the city's better and the air's sweeter and everything's yeah. a little bit greater here. But yeah. there's no winning and, and, and. Which brings you, if it ain't rock bottom, you can probably see it from here. Yeah, and I guess more of my point to the ownership is like, I don't think that necessarily Bradshaw Living thought the move he made last summer was the thing that was best for the organization, but it certainly fit his bill of we got to make the playoffs this year. You can move Kachuk for futures, but you might miss the playoffs. Yeah. Take, take the established vets. And we'll patch it together, and there's still enough talent here that this looks like a playoff roster. And to be fair, like if Markstrom didn't have his worst year of his career, they are a playoff team. They have one more point than Florida. I'm not telling you they're good, but if all you are focused on as an organization is just getting in every year and not having a long-term plan like Rhett's asked for for ages, this is how it's going to go. You're going to make short-term decisions that hurt you long-term, and that's what you're living with now. There's two guys I wonder about, and it's not like they're free of blame. It's not that... But I wonder a guy like Blake Coleman, and I wonder about Jacob Markstrom. I mean, Rasmus Anderson's still kind of a, I, I f- kind of feel like he's a younger guy that if you do wipe the slate, you still kind of probably want him to be involved. He can be a leader. He's still young and he's an impactful guy in the ice. But I wonder about those two big money free agent additions in recent memory as they watch everybody else potentially flee. Yeah, Markstrom said he wants to come back. Someone reported that yesterday. I don't know if that was Friedman or Frank or somebody. Yeah. Um, and I think he's, you know, he also probably understands you can't just ask out. And like, Blake Coleman, like, you signed here, you're here. Again, like, no one's giving you something to pay Blake Coleman for the last half of a UFA deal in his 30s. Like, you're here. You don't really have an option. Rasmus will gain more leverage. He gets closer to the end of his contract. If he wants out, we'll see what the team's like at that point. But it's it's the guys whose contracts are up that have the leverage. And now you're leaving again. You left Calgary, and now you're leaving the show. I got to go schmooze. Mm-hmm. Be better at it. Be better. Be better. We'll see you at some point, Rhett, whenever you decide to come home. Goodbye, <laughs> Ryan. See you, fellas. There's only one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, God. He's not wrong on all of his points. It's just I'm. It's I have a, a, I have a stronger yeah. opinion on on things that we've discussed, and don't think for a second that my take on signing Uyghur and Huberto was my full like. Didn't agree with it to begin with. Questioned the Cadre thing, not to make myself look good, but they they were issues. It shouldn't have been done. It was poorly managed. Whether your marching orders are like the owners do decide a direction and stuff, but as a GM, it's your job to give them the direction. I don't think that Murray Edwards considers himself a hockey genius. He won't base his decisions on, okay, are we going to make the playoffs? Are we going to have a chance? Let's do that. 
But as a GM, put your neck on the line and say, no, I can't. I can't in good. What's Faith. the word? I'm looking, yeah. Sign these guys to long contracts because I'm not convinced they're the right fit for what we need. Yeah. And if you get fucking fired, you get fired. Yeah, I mean, Murray Edwards, he's a lot of things. I don't think, to your point, I don't think he's Jerry Jones. No. I mean, he doesn't even live here. He's not Jerry Jones. He's not, I think, keep me in the loop. If if there's trades or stuff he want, what owner doesn't want to know? Of course. And I would I would bet that, yeah, I want to make the playoffs. Of course we want to make the playoffs. Let's, let's, let's make the playoffs. But I... I'm not, I'm trying, I'm trying not to be on both sides, but I just remember last off season, the Gaudreau thing was so close and then Kachuk leaves and it just felt like you're good. You want to play off round and then you lost to the Oilers, but you're, you're good. Huberto's a good player. Uyghur's a good player. Kachuk, you hate to lose him, but you know what? It was, and beyond that, it was kind of one of those things you'd felt like you'd been kicked in the balls twice hard and this was an opportunity not just for true living but it, it just felt like almost for the for the team the franchise the city the jersey to get back up dust yourself off and say we're we're fine we got these players coming in we signed them we're not we're not dead we're, we're rolling here wow but the problem is that the, the trade was fine you didn't have to sign them and yeah oh we're scared of the control thing Fucking trade him at the deadline then if he's not giving you commitment. The only reason Jonathan Huberto committed to the Calgary Flames was for he got everything. Everything. He did. Everything. Like, plus. The only thing that could have gone sideways at that point is that you'd get through the year and he wouldn't want to stay. Because the money, the money was all the money. They should really have accepted was. the fact that things unraveled, not to their own doing, to the players. And this is where I got mad at Pinder a week or 10 days ago. And he was like, you're an idiot. Guys always leave. And I'm like, no, they, they don't always leave. You don't have mass exodus. And the point I was making was you should want your players and in any market to want to be and to be proud of being in the NHL and playing for the Calgary Flames or whoever they might be organization part mm -hmm. of. You've gotten rid of it, and now you get this. Winnipeg's getting it. Calgary's getting it. When are we ever going to see for the love of the game again? What made us all huge fans, which made us appreciate the players, what's what I live my whole life about, when are you going to see that again? When's for the love of the game? You know what I think it when you see it is when you turn things over and hand it to the to the younger guys. If 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 you told Matt Phillips you're going to make a million and a half next year and you're going to play 82 games in the National Hockey League. I got to feel like he's looking for a pen. If you tell Jacob Pelche you're in no more jokes, just you're in and play your balls off. You're going to get all the ice time. You're going to be dog tired every night because you're going to be out there all the time. I think he's excited. I think that's what it is. Like in life, we all get a little bit jaded and twisted and 
you know, things that we thought really mattered after a while, they aren't as great as we thought they were going to be. And then they don't matter as much, but you do you. And I think that I think it's happened at least a couple times here with this franchise. I think we saw it near the end of Daryl's first run when it was Oli's out and Oli's in and Kodalik is coming in. And then again, like that, that whole thing. Right. And then you go a step further and it was Bertuzzi and Owen Nolan and Tangay came back in. It was, they've made their money. They know it's a big world out there. They've seen a lot of it. It's Calgary means nothing to them, but if you can bring in some young kids and they have a good experience at all, you know what it is? All of a sudden the flames are their team. They are the Calgary flames. And I know Chicago, Chicago, but for Kane and Taves, if you find two young superstars and they come in, it's their Jersey. They represent the brand. And when you can have that kind of built in pride, then that's, that's how it has to go. Why is it taking so long for everyone else? Like for, We've said this. You're right. I agree with you. That's where you'll get guys playing for the love of the jersey, love of the game. Because the only guys, because I was thinking about this after kind of you guys had that blow up. Because I think it has happened before, where you remember Michael Pekka sat out a year. It was over money, right? It wasn't about I don't want to play in the city though. There's a difference. And when Alexi Yashin, right, he missed the. Did he miss a whole season in Ottawa before he was dealt to the island? Like he, either way, he missed a lot of time. He sat out because he was done. Over he was money. I know, but it's 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 you do see guys. Ryan named a bunch of guys from the Flames. Joe Newendike didn't want to leave the Calgary Flames. Joe Newendike wanted to get paid what he was due, mm-hmm. and the Calgary Pl- Flames weren't going to pay him. It's the only reason that Jerome McGinley ever became a Calgary Flame. Joe Newendike did not walk in the room and say, I got to get out of this place. He said, I should be getting paid. That's this, it's a big difference than Pierre-Luc Dubois, who's not one fuck all, and is asking for his, the second time, I need to be moved because I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. Too bad. The league, you know what the league needs to do? blackball a couple of these kids and send a send a message you don't like it over to europe bud lots of jobs in russia how did it go with jonathan drewan in tampa bay they played hardball because he wanted out and they said screw it yes and then he you can if you don't play you don't get paid so there's that um, and if you want to get traded, well, we can't trade you. So play better so we can get yes. something for you is kind of how that went. It's, it's shitty right now because you know what it is? It looks like, yeah, what's up with Calgary. You know what? There's nothing up with Calgary. Calgary is fine. It's that collection of players. It's last year's team. It's no success. It's all coming. As I said it earlier. It's all come home to roost where I think Craig Conroy is going to do a fine job. I think Ryan Husk is a good man. They we'll talk about the, the next assistant coach. The rink is coming. You'll look back and this could be, if it's done the correctly, this could be the the greatest turning point in franchise history. It really could. Well, you could have a, a significant, you could have a nice chunk of time where you are a contender where it's playoff playoffs. Of course, we're making the playoffs. It's how many rounds deep are you going? 
losing in round two, that should be your disappointment, not missing the playoffs. That's where you can get to potentially. I'm not upset that these guys want to leave even because guess what? I would have traded them even if they wanted to stay. I think signing these guys would have been a mistake. Like I still do. As good as Lindholm is, as good as Hannafin is, as soon as a guy doesn't want to be part of it, gone. Please, gone. And for me, I didn't see the path to a Stanley Cup if you brought all these guys back. I think you're actually going to handcuff yourself worse than you are. I would keep alluding to it. Ryan wants a bunch of picks, and that's uh, I, I don't disagree. I just think that that's che- that's checkers. Trading Hannafin for draft picks, okay, but you still have albatross contracts on a team that isn't going to be as good on guys that aren't going to be as motivated playing for a shittier team. Somebody wants Hannafin and Lindholm and Toffoli and Backlund. Take the other. We're, you're, you're getting these guys. Yeah. And then use the cap space to fill your draft pool. I don't, you know, I agree with you. I just don't think you can do it all in one summer. I think this summer you accumulate young youth and draft picks, and then you start to chip away. It'll be one less year on, on some of those deals, whoever you want them to be. If it's Caudry or Huberdo or whoever, it'll They're be one, one less year. Too. There's one less and, reason for Yeah, I know. It's I know. I know. I just don't know you how. You guys think it's a, r- painful? I just think it's going to be more painful trying to ride it out. Because you look right now what's going on in Winnipeg. They're looking to trade Blake Wheeler with one year left at his deal, and th- they're having a hard time finding teams to even take but one we were, year. What we were sold on Kadri and Huberto was that they were – I mean, Huberto's a, a year away from 115 points, and he's useless in the league. Eat two million of his contract. Make it palatable for someone else to take the risk. And you know what? If he goes there and puts up a hundred, accept it and move on. Now, what to just devil's advocate? What if he, what if he comes back and gets eighty points, and then you don't need to get get absolutely like hammered on a trade? You can trade him next year, and maybe actually get something as opposed to having to give that's up a roll something. Roll the dice. Absolutely, I wouldn't do it, but that's a roll of a dice, and yeah. Because it is two things. You need to rebuild the roster and you need to rebuild the room and start building that culture all over again. What are the Calgary Flames? What are they about? Right now, it looks like dysfunction and it has for a bit here. Um, but you you just need to start building from the ground up again. And it doesn't have to be a decade of it no, if you commit to it quickly the kids are good we've said it forever if you make the right choices you're going to have guys that could come in and play and we said it when iggy got moved or like you waited too long first mm-hmm. of all and wow well, how are we going to because other guys are going to get on the power play and score that's how what they're going to yeah the thing about the about the iggy stuff you look back and he's, I mean, he was the face of the franchise and he was selling jerseys and even at the end he was well over 30 and had that no trade here you're dealing guys on this side of 30 you can trade them anywhere in the league there's no no moves there's no no trades Hadifin, all of these guys even to foley you don't have the handcuffs like you did with jerome or even bowmeister because he had a no move as well it's now just you'd love to know if because if, if the players don't get dealt by next week 
is it a signal that oh they're keeping them or is it that just the offers are well, what they needed the them to be going to be now that the, yeah you've got all these guys saying they're happy to leave what's the league what's the rest of the league going <laughs> new jam now he's got great help with them so i i, I don't the, the the one thing he that's is, working for him is that you're heading into the draft you can get assets in terms of draft picks right now and teams haven't spent their offseason money yet with ufa they can bring on noah hannafin money they can bring on lindholm money they may not on july 5th right if they go to market and find another centerman or another defenseman or if they just whatever at least the what's the one thing they have clarity going into the draft and into free agency for the flames that's that's a piece of good news move them all now get to work mad rose pub 15 royal vista place i'm taking you I'm taking you. They got the patio outside, the brand new patio, 20 beers on tap, kid friendly Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And this is not your average bar food. This is fantastic grub. Some of the best pizza in town, steaks, pasta, you name it. It's coming out of the kitchen and it is delicious. Order online. Madrose.pub is the website. Sounds weird. I know madrose.pub, but it is. And they're at 15 Royal Vista Place. If they're far from you, it's worth the trip. If they're nearby, why aren't you there already? It's the weekend. Good golly. Um, I'm just going to jump right to the Pinder Report, I think. So we talked about that. I was going to tell you all the great things there are in Calgary. Did you know there's the, the Stampede? Yeah, it was the uh, greatest outdoor show. On or on, or on dirt? Earth? Yeah. yeah Turf? Yeah. Turf. Yep. <laughs> We got a zoo. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When's the last time you've been to the, the zoo? pandas left. Yeah. It cost a lot of money, apparently, to bring in bamboo or whatever it was from across the, the planet. 
picky bastards. What do you got? Just bamboo. That's all you eat? Bamboo. Why can't we grow bamboo? What's can't wrong? Can't we grow bamboo? Maybe that's why the guys want out. No bamboo. <laughs> Babu. <laughs> we got that library. Tower. We got a been nice the, you've library. Been, you going to the tower? I'm scared of the tower because it's got the that open floor we talked about. I'm yeah. not a big fan. Yeah. Yeah. Callaway Park. Do we have anything that isn't old? The library's new. Hmm. Got some work to do. Uh, time for the uh, the Pinder Report. It's a presentation of Village Honda. Village Honda wants to buy your ride. Even if you don't buy theirs, they're still wanting yours. Top trade-in appraisals. Payment in 24 hours, stress-free, and for a limited time, get a family ticket bundle for Cavalry FC. Get your complimentary appraisal today. Northwest Automall or online villagehonda.com. We will do the Pinder Report. So it seems a little kind of, uh, you know, I don't need to backtrack, but for in case you're just tuning in, do you do that to a podcast? If you're listening, do you just kind of start? Not, I don't know. This friend? Probably not. Um, to recap. To recap uh, from a day ago, Noah Hannafin. Uh, uh, hmm. No, I'm not going to sign an extension. Now, again, clearly, this is not saying trade me but it's saying i'm a ufa in a year and i'm kind of looking forward to that potentially so i'm not going to resign right now and then elias lindholm said what was what was hanny saying was he oh was he saying he wants to try oh it's a free agency so uh yeah uh, uh elias lindholm said probably uh yeah you know uh, we're talking but feels hasty to maybe sign right now i don't know Let, let's just see how things go these swedes they're thick as thieves michael backland they were they were at ikea together it's like who was on the phone oh it was uh, connie oh what are you not thinking of resigning well maybe i'm not gonna resign either i mean this might change but i've been there a long time but so michael backland and then you got this Tafoli character he's like well if you guys aren't going, then maybe I'm not going. So it's really, as you said, it's a lot of followers right now. Maybe that's the problem. No leaders, only followers. So Tyler Toffoli looks like he could be on the trade market. Now he's a guy, you can bring him back into the season, trade him at the deadline. We've talked about that with Chris Tanev. The point being, what are you, if it's 60, 65 games to the deadline, what do those look like? If you've got a room full of guys that don't want to be there, it's, well, that's what you said about Coleman and uh, Markstrom. Like, it's easy to say, well, got to play. What's, what's Coleman going to do? But if you're Coleman and you're going, oh. Mm-hmm. Huh. I guess I'm looking get... around the room. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't like know. Left Tampa or... Bay after winning. Yeah. Going to a contender. Texan, eh? Yeah. So that's the uh, the latest. We're obviously keeping a sharp eye. We're, uh, hey, listen, the one nice thing about me is I don't let my emotions get the best of me. True. That's what I love. That's what I love about you more than anything. Some flames news. Apparently, some people are like, "Yeah, I go to Calgary." On the old Twitterverse last night, Mark Savard at m savvy ninety one. Hashtag new profile pick throws up pick of the Calgary Flame logo. There you go. 
which got people to, uh, again, very sharp. It's like, maybe there's something up there. Mitch Love, we told you yesterday, he leaves to go to Washington to be an assistant coach, and it looks like Mark Savard is going to be an assistant coach for Ryan Huska here in town. That's good. We'll see. Former NHL center, of course, played four seasons with the Flames, lifted the cup in 2011 as a member of the Boston Bruins. Following retirement, he returned behind an NHL bench as an assistant with the St. Louis Blues in 1920, and the last two seasons as head coach of the Windsor Spitfires, in his first year behind the Windsor bench, led the Spitfires to the OHL final. 1920? 2020? 2019? Whatever, yeah. Season? Yeah, how do those seasons work? I don't know. Anyway, he was there. He was there. Good. Uh, so there you go, Savvy. It's just everybody's coming home. Everybody's, where's Tangs? Where? I said Tangs. I'm not, I, I'm... I I almost would have thought it would have been Tangs, but yeah. Savvy's kind of that same genre. Yeah. And Tangs already has an NHL job. That's true. So there is that. Uh, meanwhile, one of the names we had heard kind of floated around as a potential fit as head coach here. He has landed in New Jersey. Travis Green will be an assistant to uh, Lindy, your boy Lindy, mm-hmm. with the New Jersey Devils. So there's that. Uh, NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman recommending players not wear themed jerseys for pregame warm-ups anymore. No more hockey fights cancer, no military nights, no pride jerseys, uh, all of it gone. Last season, a few players declined to wear them, got very controversial. They were lambasted for their choices and then fingers were pointed and it was awkward and gary says we don't want that anymore so they will still have the specialty knights they are not eliminated just wearing special jerseys in warm-up has been eliminated they will still be they will still be manufactured and sold to raise money for charity but no longer will they be worn pre-game so some people are upset about it some people on both ways you know what it is people get upset yeah I thank you nashville <laughs> yes fuck sakes uh tonight canadian for all the first last night uh canadian football league the bc lions a rare feat a win over the winnipeg blue bombers there it is 30 to 6 the last time a cfl west division team beat the bombers in winnipeg was 2018 the old saskatchewan rough riders Got done in Winnipeg. Lions, pretty good start. 3-0 for the second straight year. Their defense has been dominant. They crushed, what, the, El- the Elks last week and then Winnipeg this week. So they're in, good, uh, they're in a good spot tonight. Montreal visiting Hamilton. Now, of course, Bo Levi Mitchell. We know we don't you know. Availability is kind of up in the air. But what we do know is that the Tiger Cats and their marketing department seem to know their fans and what they enjoy in the city of hamilton two drinks a week what's that gonna do for you i mean that doesn't even get you through a day a reasonable amount if you're i mean if you're at home you should be able to have like uh, four beer that's just uh, that ain't that's just two more i mean i'll have six from what i hear in hamilton the hammer the pregame can get insane at five dollars a beer are you nuts Let's rock this. You go right to the concession stand. They're waiting for you. They're waiting for you to get on with the party. Now remember, folks, the $5 special.
raffles around the concourse. Get out there, $5 beers, rock and roll, get ready for the game, and you can't handle the Tiger Tooth. <laughs> I love it. The Tiger Tooth. I love it. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> you can't handle it, Red. Oh, well, I can't. Because I remember seeing this dude, it was a while ago on, on the news. I don't even remember what it was. You were limited to how many beer you could drink, or whatever the hell it was. And he was like, this is bullshit. Like, I could drink, I could drink six uh, today. How much time you got? So there he is. I feel like all of us know this guy. That's all Uncle Stu. All of us have at least one of these guys in our life with the, the long hair. A little bit of metal. He has some heavy metal there for sure. He's got some uh, some Slayer in his in his car. The car's got T-tops. And he is he is definitely cheering for the Hamilton Ticats. That guy's a beauty. He's wicked. The Ticat Tooth. I'm now a Ticats fan. <laughs> I wonder how many of those Ticat teeth he has, because it's clearly not a full deck. How often does he lose them? How often does he brush them? Uh, Stan Peters, they've got the riders coming in tomorrow. Looks like it's going to be a nice fat crowd as it should be over Is at McMahon. Calgary. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was Okay. You were going to go if it was if in Regina? I, if I'd have gotten in my car and yeah. started driving, I was going to try and make that game right. in Regina. There's a lot of things you were going to be doing. Uh, Sunday, Toronto is in Edmonton to play the Elks, right? Elks, Elks, plural. Uh, NBA draft retro was last night. San Antonio had the first overall pick. Victor Wembanyama went at the very top. The Toronto Raptors, meanwhile, had pick number 13. With the 13th pick in the 2023 NBA draft, the Toronto Raptors select Grady Dick from the University of Kansas. Interesting electric suit in the green room tonight. Grady Dick from Kansas is on his way to Toronto. He's already wearing the Raptors colors. The here. suit is as electric as his three-point shoot. I, I, <laughs> the two go hand in hand. I Phenomenal. Love that. Well, like, Red. Is this a Toto we're not in Kansas anymore moment? A little nod to Dorothy. It's a dick One pick for the Raptors at 13. Kansas Jayhawks product averaged uh, just over 14 points, 5.1 rebounds per game. Um, and yes, he is a he's a unique dude. There's some stuff he did on social media. I'd play it, but we'd get it pulled down. He uh, dancing and uh, jumping around. He's he's a fun young man. There you see his uh, his suit. And being the internet, being what it is, of course, the internet's going to have its say. Um, let's take a look. Uh, when you're the only one in the theater who's dressed up to see Blades of Glory. <laughs> there was a lot of figure skating. Drafted 13th, but could move into the top 10 after the free skate. Yeah, it does have that kind of vibe to it. Waiting for your scores after missing your triple axle. He's got he's very upset there for sure. And uh, Grady Dick looking like he's about to do a Vegas magic show involving a tiger. It's a bit of uh, Siegfried and Roy vibes there for sure. So, hey, he said it was something about, uh, you know, Dorothy had red shoes. So this is his uh, 
There's that, I, I don't know what the hell he was talking about. He's got balls. He's got something. Yeah. Or, or, uh, to golf. Ryan Pinder, not the only one uh, golfing today. It's the Travelers Championship at the TPC River Highlands. And yesterday, Rory McIlroy, first uh, first achievement of, of his career. Let's take a look. Let's check in on Rory. Look at the people out there. Yep. Oh, they always show out for this event. They really do. It's a real community event. Oh, do it, do it, do it. Oh. Well, that's one way to solve the putting woes. Take the putter out of the equation. An ace for Rory McIlroy on the eighth hole from 218 yards. They're so happy for him. That's uh, the first time he has hit a hole-in-one on the PGA Tour. Prior to this tournament, McIlroy attempted more than 3,200 tee shots on par threes and never jarred it until yesterday you ever come close yeah i don't i guess it can happen to anyone you just got to keep swinging right you really do that's the great thing about golf yeah on any given day you could have that one swing and hit a hole in one and say hey i'm just like the best in the world at this <laughs> right i don't have much confidence that it's i'm in it's going to happen for me. There's not Again, many of those. I haven't golfed at all, probably once in a I think I played yeah. in a alumni tournament last May or yeah. March or whatever the hell it was. It's it's now truly one of those because it used to be, hey, we got a golf tournament. You and uh, do you guys want to come? Ah, oh, you know, we'll see. You. And then you, the invitations are uh, few and far between anymore. Oh, you guys were at the host. Oh, was that yesterday? Yeah, that was that big tournament. Oh, I used to get in invited to that one <laughs> and finally uh college world series is winding down florida gators advanced to the final they were awaiting the winner of the lsu wake forest game from yesterday wake forest the number one ranked team in the country scoreless in the 11th it's extras retro q tommy tanks will face the Gators in the finals. Tommy White, they call him Tommy Tanks. What is that little pouch on the belt? One of those, uh, I don't know what that is. You put your, put your weed in there? I'm not sure what that is. Is it only, do they have them or is it just Wake Forest? I don't, what, what is that? It looks like, uh, kind of looked like they all had it. I don't know. Maybe it's, uh, put your cell phone. If waiting for walking important it call. off, why are those guys staying on the field? They're in, they, they are sh in shock, right? They were the number one ranked team. Well, you lost. So. They can't look at, they're just in, uh, disbelief. So LSU, Florida will play a best of three starting tomorrow night. Who you got? Florida, Florida guy. Yeah. You're a big Florida guy. How do you feel about the, uh, Metal bats. I don't, think they I don't think they need them. 
I thought they were too dangerous. I thought that was you, you're gonna kill somebody with aluminum bats or with metal bats. You're gonna kill somebody on a comeback. I feel like the boys and the bigs use a wood bat. These yeah. guys should be able to use a wood bat. Right. Come on. Yeah. That's pin report. Brought to you by Village Honda. Over 70 used vehicles on site, access to over 400 more in their dealer group. All makes all models for all budgets. Award winning service, top rated team, Village Honda, your dealership for life in the Northwest Auto Mall. I was I looking. Like I was really mad at Pinder earlier, and I don't know if it, Pinder was the person to be mad at. Oh, it's. I thought he's always the guy. Okay. Because you know what? Here's the thing so many people get mad at him, it just. He, it just falls right off of him it but doesn't it was, even phase him no and it wasn't that his opinions were even wrong about it he was keeping being very level-headed then that's what annoyed me i'm like who are you to pretend this is all good there are not many who enjoy the art of debate more than that guy and what helps is he always believes he's right oh he has to be right and he will fight you to the death to the death Whereas Shut here, whereas here, he was just kind of, oh, I'm going to argue with Red a little bit. Well, uh, you know, that sort of thing. He just really, you know what? I said it yesterday and he didn't like, he did the draft show with the two draft guys. So now he just wants all the draft picks. Yes. He wants 32 first round draft picks. There's Tra some really good players. Yeah. Got to get these guys. Gotta, these are the. They traded Pelche and Phillips and Coronado and, and Markstrom. What'd they get? Uh, the 15th overall pick. Fuck. Awesome. Love it. So great. It's a pick. Come on. Give me some picks. <laughs> he gets on these tangents. He, he goes down. To... We all do. I guess so. Thing is, it depends who he's talked to. If, if he talks to a goalie coach, then he's a goalie expert. And if he talks to a draft guy, then he's a draft expert. Oh, I could tell you about this draft. It's one of the strongest drafts. Okay, all right. And I'm too old and tired to, to even fight anymore. I just kind of let him go. Catch and it's release. Amazing. The people he talks to are 100% more brilliant than... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really something. What's the Groundhog Day animal? Remember his voice used to be better? Yeah, he... Uh, had a great voice. He had that... Uh, nose thing deviated septum something or, yeah. yeah sinuses or something like that i'm not sure what it is the groundhog yeah yeah that's right um maybe we need to take him and uh get that soft palate worked well, on he's 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 liable to get punched in the nose so it might oh start. and he's in edmonton too that'd be oh. so great <laughs> be so great <laughs> mike smith walks up to him and just like whack-a-mole just clonks him right on top of the head it's amazing with all the shit he's talked about people that he hasn't been suckered somewhere because he's always out where there's booze around he's always frolicking around at bars and clubs and stuff and everyone's hammered he has shit talked so many people how he hasn't taken one right in the right in the moth it is a minor miracle yeah he was close a few times yeah damn it uh outdoor dental Dr. J. Patel, dentistry with no needles, no drills, no stress. It's the Soleil laser. This treatment is, 
you know, you say cutting edge, but in fact, it's not cutting edge because it's the opposite of that. But that's kind of, you know, that's what they say. Snoring treatments, two 15-minute treatments can change your life. That's the facts. It increases the, t the tension in the soft palate, can reduce your snoring. It's non-surgical. It's pain-free. All of a sudden, you're sleeping longer. You're sleeping better. Better sleep, better rest. You're more productive at work. You're better with your spouse, your kids, everybody around you. Why two 15-minute treatments? It's not that... You don't have the time for that? Of course you do. Go online, outdoor.dental, Dr. J. Patel. Um, we're going to set this up. Who's going? Pinder has said he, he will go, but he's, I mean, you can't count on him for anything. <laughs> Wolverine said he would go, but uh, I think he's, he's moved to British Columbia now. I saw he was in a U-Haul yesterday. <laughs> so, so who, because uh, somebody should go and see the Soleil laser. Why don't you? You are going? Well, I, I went to, I got, I got my follow-up at the hearing loss clinic. I went to get my, uh, my hearing assessed. I just thought we'd all kind of, you know, support our sponsors and go see what it's all about. And this one feels like a, for sure, we talk about it. We got to go see what this is all about. I don't snore, so it's. Dude. <laughs> like a CPAP. <laughs> Dude. Come on. We've seen the videos. Shoveler has sent us the videos. I expose. Painless, pain-free, 250-minute treatments. Go online. Book yourself in. Get your assessment. Learn more about it. Dr. J, great guy, great spot. Outdoor.dental is the website. Um, there's a few things going on. I saw this picture, and I saw your buddy. And we can throw it up there now. From it was uh, we kind of do McLeod Law this day in in Flames history, and it's kind of it's kind of a Flames tie-in. But look at your boy. Look at your boy, Jeff Sanderson. No, that's Dwayne Doug McLean. Doug McLean, right there. You're on a small screen, oh. probably. You can't see him. It was on this date in whatever year it was. I, sh I didn't shit. I didn't write it down. <laughs> it was in Calgary. It was the expansion draft for Columbus. And what Minnesota, right? That's that's what happened today. I can't believe I didn't write that down. I got the picture, I got it all figured out, and I didn't. But there it was. It was held in Calgary on this date, where the Blue Jackets went through. And there you see, yeah, Jeff Sanderson, Jamie Pusher, Turner Hodeline, Stevenson, Matthew Schneider. Would that be a young Kevin Robert with a Crum. Y? Kevin Adams is it the uh, yes, yes. Kevin Deneen, probably a Jason Williams, not Justin. And there you see the uh, the goaltenders, Tabarachi, Shabbat, and Rollison. And it was on the other side where the Minnesota Wilds selected Mike Vernon and sent him to Calgary on this date. So it was kind of a trade. So Vernon comes back to Calgary. And also on this date, we had talked about it, I don't know if you were on that day, when Val Bure, it was his birthday, but Val Bure traded for the, the large human and Rob Niedermeyer on this date. I was the large human in Val Bure for Niedermeyer, right? Because he went to Florida from here? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was that's gonna say Val Bure for Okay. That yeah. makes more sense. Val went to Florida to play with his brother Pavel. And then Pavel got traded to the Rangers later that season. So he was like, dude, you're leaving me? What are you what are you doing? So there you go. Doug McLean, he's living a good life. In PEI on a beach, 
in Florida on a beach. The food fiesta. He was good to you, hey? Very good. Yep. Nice guy. Very good. Give me a it's, Doug McLean story. When he made me cry and <laughs> started to send me back Saskatoon. Oh, no. Yeah. Maybe, is there a nice story? Maybe a good story? We dumped the Gatorade bottle on him. That was good. What about yeah. the time after before game one in Colorado and we'd had our team meal and he walked over and said, maybe you should come home with me. And <laughs> all Sorry, right. Eh? Yeah. Well, he's not dumb. Different era. Yeah. He's not dumb. So this day in flames history, I mean, kind of a roundabout way. I, I, you know, I didn't realize that the expansion draft was held in Calgary that year. Not sure why, but there it was. McLeod law, you know, Peter Klein at McLeod law as the personal injury guy. But did you know he's also the go-to guy in Calgary for your disability insurance claim? If your long-term disability insurance company is refusing to pay insurance benefits to you, you can get mad, and then you call Peter. It's the only thing. He will get you the disability benefits you paid for and that you deserve. He gets your peace of mind back. It's the only... It, there's, it's what, it's the, the peace of mind. Like we say, it's the peace of mind knowing that he is on your team and on your side and fighting for you. He's a great teammate. He's a great guy. Peter Klein, McLeod Law, 403-254-3864 is the website. There you see the email address and the web. Had lunch with Peter Klein the other day. Good folks. Tacos? Pinder had tacos. I had the uh, spicy California roll. Delicious. Yeah. Uh, it, and it was one of those things, you know how if you're going out for lunch with people and you don't want to look like a big fat sweat hog mm -hmm. and order everything on the menu so you have food before you go? wanted to mention uh, Connie and John's Pizza. Uh -huh. Connie and John's Charcut is very well established, well known in the Calgary community. They got a pizza place just over on in Martaloupe. You'd like this pizza, buddy. They sent over a couple wheel the other day. Connie and John's Pizza. You know what I'm giving it? Two of those. Two thumbs up. Ooh. Kind of a a thinner crust. I'm 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 gonna guess it's in some like the the brick oven maybe. Yeah, the Napole <sighs> Napoleon style or whatever. And the pepperoni, it had it had a, a ton of pepperoni, and the little pepperonis did this. You know. Oh, I like when the cup fried them up. The cup, doing the cup with the little grease in there. It's so good. So good. I'm starving. What time is it? Time to eat. It is time to eat. We'll do some Vina Nova. We'll do some Betway. Actually, you know what? This is what I want to do right now. Because I uh, I called up a map. Because are we still, are we doing this next week? You're going to drive to Nashville, hang out, and then we'll drive back to Calgary. Nope. I got, I in, a car, I got in a car today full of... Uh, luggage and i made it seven minutes and 42 seconds Are you serious mm -hmm. so you're packed and ready you're just my vehicle was full turned around <laughs> seven minutes <laughs> cooler filled lunch you... is made 
Come on, boys. Okay. We're hitting the road. I got a picture. Yeah. Took I thought picture. you were bullshitting. No. No. So why did you, like... Road trip. <laughs> oh, dude. See, like, it's still the I point. got hit in the head a lot, okay? I was going to say, I, I'm laughing, and I feel bad for laughing because I feel like there's something wrong with you. There I feel it's like, God, all those years, we just laughed, and we thought he was funny, and now look at him. Yeah, it's, a, it's some sort of... Some nurse disorder. is feeding him soup. For sure. <laughs> for sure. So it's not too late to change your mind, because I'm just oh. looking. So there's Nashville. So from Nashville, we could go up through Kentucky... Or go straight, uh, straight west into Missouri. I'm, it, if you go through Illinois, then it's Iowa, South Dakota. I feel like that's kind of the boring way to do it. Maybe we zip down a little bit. Can we go a little further south? No. That gets you through Arkansas and Oklahoma. Arkansas? What the hell are you going to do in Arkansas? Uh, Oklahoma, is it hurricane or, or tornado season? I'm not going to the hurricane alley. Where can we go? We'll go to then. Uh, can we go to Kentucky? No, because it's right there. You can go wherever that you want. Because <laughs> if we went, if we went through Kentucky, then if you've got, we can see some baseball along the way. Is what I'm kind of getting at. You got Illinois, then we could hit Wisconsin, what, what Minnesota. Are you talking about Illinois, Chicago? Oh, we can't go over tough town now. Come on, come on. They got cubbies. The Ivy. Have you checked the news out of Chicago lately? I don't, Rhett. Not a great spot to be hanging your hat. I don't read the news or listen to it or watch it. It's way better this Stabbings and shootings then. Like, it's not good. And you would not fit in. They would for sure get you. For sure. I thought this was going to be a, going to be some buddies. Where are the Brewers? Milwaukee. Maybe go there. I'm telling you, we go from Nashville. We could go up through. Uh, we'll we'll get some. We'll just really mind our p's and q's. We won't say anything, but we'll go see the Cubbies in and out. Quick hot dog. We'll leave at the stretch if we need to. Whatever. I just we'll hear it. Take me out to. Root, root, root for the cubbies, and then we'll leave if you need. I don't give a shit. Like I said, give her, man. I'm not going. I we'll go up through. Eight. I made it. No, you're not hearing. You. I thought you got your update on your hearing from hearing loss. You were all good. I had seven minutes in the car, and I was done. I'm not driving. So that's what turned you around? Was that you just, you just can't? I'm out. This is stupid. 35 hours? No. Buy a flight. So, are you just going to sell your car down there then? Why? Are you never going to bring, like, are you never coming back to Calgary or your vehicle's never? I wasn't, it wasn't, I don't, that's, those are big decisions to be made. I haven't made those decisions. That's, I wasn't going to drive it back with two kids just to, go to Saskatoon. They wanted to go to Saskatoon. I so. see. Here's drive to Nashville. We'll hang out. You fly back to Calgary. I'll drive. I'll drive. 
I've never, I've always wanted to kind of do that. Drive through. I've never been to any of those states. You fly into a city, you leave. They're called flyover states for a reason, Dean. I'm aware. Go hang my hat in Jefferson City for a little bit. Yeah. Maybe check out Topeka, you know? Hello, Lincoln, Nebraska. Swing over by Wyoming. I'll put some K's on the rig. Let's go. Good. <laughs> the rig doesn't need any. Come on. Shovel. Let's let... Beat let's stretch up. stretch out the old legs on the Yukon there. Let's let's do it. Fuck, we'd have such a good time. I think we would for about an hour. No, we you know what? start and then it'd be like, oh, what? no, and certainly not after three nights in Nashville. Here's what it would be. Okay, oh, we we get to leave Pinder behind, right? Pinder's going whatever he can beat it. You and me, Nashville. Maybe maybe we stay another day in Nashville, just to kind of whatever. Then we hit the road. Listen, we got some Chris Stapleton on the radio. We're having some soup and sandwiches along the way, some great road snacks. We'll call some guys, some guys along the, along the way, have some laughs. Who do you, you who can you sleep call? in the backseat. I'll drive who for a bit. You're calling in Nebraska again? No, nah, just whatever. Just uh, mutual friends. We'll call uh, Cooney. We'll have a laugh. <laughs> We'll check in on Wilm, see how I he's doing. Think you do want a road trip? I want a road trip. This is not the one that's happening. No. It's too tight a turnaround. We won't be back for free agency. It's the internet, dude. We'll just find internet somewhere and we'll do it from the road. We're doing shows in Nashville. We'll just do shows from uh, Boulder, Colorado. Yeah. Now, if we go to Colorado, we'll be all wiped out by the free dope. Cheyenne? You ever Cheyenne. been to Cheyenne? Cheyenne feels like the wrong way. Because if we go straight shot west, we can maybe dip down and do a little still Little Rock, Cheyenne. Arkansas. Still make Cheyenne? We can still make Cheyenne. Left that phone dangling off the hood. We'll get some George Strait going retro. So then I'd have to drink, so I'll be a passenger. That's that's fine. <laughs> you ever been to New Mexico? I've always wanted to go to Santa Fe. Huh. Yeah. Another spot you can go by yourself. How about, uh, can I interest you? Santa little... Fe is no, what the hell are you talking? It's completely out of, go the wrong way. We go to Mexico? Can I interest you in a little Albuquerque? Nope. There's nothing to do there. That's why no one lives there. It's like a million people in New Mexico. Where's Route 66? I don't know, but this is bad. I got to go. I got to. What, what are you talking go. about? Show's over. Wrap it up. Can we get That's on it? Boring. Nice. Just want to spend a little time with my buddy. Route You're boring, everybody. 66. We're not boring everybody. People are loving this. What is Route 66? Give me a oh, map. It just turned it off. We got quit boring everyone. <laughs> you sons you. of bitches. <laughs> Look at me trying to trying to be a, a buddy. Where can You're we get be on yourself soon? So what's the nearest place we can get on old Route 66? Because yeah, I get through Illinois, Missouri, Oklahoma. Oh man, are you you're not digging this? No. Let's go to Winnipeg. 
road trip. Those are the road trips I get. Yes. What's in Santa Fe? I don't know. What's between Calgary and Winnipeg? That's my road trip. Punch me in the face. Let's do your belly, uh, belly bets, and we'll get out of here. Tonight, well, we saw what's going to be going on in Hamilton. They got $5 beer night, so I'm taking the Ticats minus Hamlet, two and a half. I like that pick. Ticats, minus 110, win by a field goal. And then to tomorrow, Saskatchewan at Calgary. Oh. I'm going to say... Uh, I'm getting a little 0. 0.5. And a half, okay. Saskatchewan keep it within a field goal, plus three and a half, minus one fifteen. It's a little early in the CFL season, still trying to. And of course, everybody doesn't play every week, so you got some teams that have played two, and some have played three, and some have played one. It's you know, it's the CFL. Betway app on your phone. Why wouldn't you get it? Go get that Betway app. Bet the responsible way. Be responsible in all things in life, and especially. When it comes to Betway, the official gaming, our betting partner, our gaming partner here at Barnburner and with Flames Nation. So now, next week is draft week. Mm-hmm. We, Pinder and I are going to Nashville. Mm-hmm. We have a show on Monday. Pinder did his draft show. That will run as our show on Tuesday because we are, we're traveling all day. What do you have planned for the Tuesday show? We got the draft show for Tuesday. Right. Wednesday, Thursday, Nashville. Let's go. We will be, uh, the showtime will be pushed back a half an hour because uh, basically all of the nation network is going down to Nashville. Everybody is going. So it's Leafs, it's Ottawa, it's Winnipeg, it's everything. So we are going to be on at 10.30, Wednesday, Thursday only next week, to accommodate for uh, Frank Cerevelli and Daily Faceoff live. Nashville! Mm-hmm. That's right. So 10.30 shows, and then on Friday, me and you from Topeka. Crickets. We have a trade to announce! <laughs> so what are... If you were if you were to take a guess, because you do control you, uh-huh. what is going on with you in the next ten days? Uh, I'm not driving back to to Western Canada. I'll say that. Are you really not? Like you packed the car to drive. Well, to I Canada, mean, I, it was hockey equipment and clothes. It's not like it was. But what I'm saying is you didn't run out to go grab milk. No, no. It was... You were planning to drive back. What did the kids say? When, like, how did you turn around? What did something happen? Or you just kind of, meh. I felt guilty because my oldest has a New York state hockey camp in Oswego on Sunday. And I'm like, what am I driving? Where is back? that? It's New York. It's okay. Albany. Yeah. I think towards that Lake Georgia. It's supposed to be quite nice. Uh, so I felt guilty about that. And then I'm like, if you two idiots aren't in Calgary, what am I? True. There's not a lot of sense in doing that. 
So that was part of it. And then my one kid goes, I'm nervous. I might get car sick. <laughs> well, that's that. <laughs> so how did you even get seven minutes out? Turn around. <laughs> Turn around. Find a flight. So come on. What? Come to Nashville. Now you're not oh. coming to Calgary. Come to Nashville. I could, but I'm not discussing it with you right now. I got to go. It's 1.30. The show's running late again. It's What are you talking about running late? These, sh <laughs> these shows are getting shorter by the day. You wouldn't have fun going on a roadie with me? I don't know. Like, that's We'd a eat. It's a lot of days. We'd hit some, some roadside bars and... You've got enthusiasm today. What happens? I'm telling you, Nashville's going to kick you in the ass, and then you're going to be like, oh, get me home. Like, I know you. You aren't going to be just a as gung-ho as you are. It's not a slight. Nashville will kick the piss out of a lot of people. It's not a slight. But I don't think you are going to have the same amount of enthusiasm for this road trip on next Friday as you do today. This guy I, here is dead. Yes. I, I think you're wrong. I think you're incorrect. I will be, there will be hangovers and there will be less the feeling subpar. But there's well, nothing like just kind other of, side of it settling is, into a big rig oh, with a nice big. With a massive hangover, feeling ill and realizing you got 40 hours to go. But we're in no rush. I don't like trips when you're in a rush. This yeah, would be the be back for the the fourth. We got to do a, the, 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 you said we got to do the the draft the well, free agency show. But again, I, I'm not even bullshitting. We can do the show from wherever. Anyway, I, I'm taking all this shit to Nashville anyway to do a show. Listen, we'll just do the other part of the equation is how I'm going to be feeling, and I know how I felt the last time leaving Nashville, and it sure as hell wasn't. Let's drive thirty hours dead i would need four days in a spa being pampered and then we could do the drive this can all happen <laughs> this is the, we're in no rush to get back that's the this never happens you always got to get back for work you got to get back for work we can work from the road man well if we can work from the road we can work from the road whenever that we want so it doesn't have to tie into nashville You're, uh, my, my heart hurts a little bit. I'm doing what's it's right not, for you. Yeah. You know it. All right, buddies. Have a great... Uh... Is it the weekend? Yeah. It is. My goodness. Mine just got ruined. No one said you can't drive back. With Pinder. <laughs> See Oilers you Monday, suckers. buddies. Have a great weekend. <laughs>